Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Allie Reeves, and my purpose is to help women grow their online businesses, influence, and income with ease. I've built a multiple six-figure business on social media and have mentored now thousands of women across multiple industries on how to do the same. If you're ready to drop the excuses, learn all the juicy secrets, and step fully into the six-figure and beyond boss that you're meant to be, then you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I am so happy that you are here. I am going to be covering another podcast request this time that came from Lena. So shout out to Lena for asking this great question and um, giving me the idea for this podcast because I know this is a question that I often wonder um, how other people feel about this and what other people do. And, And I'm sure you've thought about this too with other people that you watch on stories or, you know, that you look up to or whatever the case may be. And that question is, what are my favorite ways to stay high vibe, like in my day, in my business? Um, and you know, what's my routine? Do I have any favorite rituals? What does that look like? So that is what we are going to cover today. And it's funny because this is a question that I just asked my mentor, because sometimes you see people that have what you consider such an impressive business and life. And it's like, you're like, how do you have time to do it all? Like, how do you create all of this stuff? What do you do do in your free time? And I always wonder, like, do you watch Netflix? Do you like, do you meditate for two hours in the morning to give yourself the energy to, to show up the way that you do? And I'll tell you what she told me at the end of this, but we're going to first get into how I feel about this and what I've learned about myself in terms of rituals, in terms of routines, and overall just staying in an optimal mood so that you feel really good and so that you're putting out the best energy that you can, because that's that's what it means to stay high vibe. So what I have learned, first and foremost, is per usual, everybody is different, right? So what I've learned is there are some people that live for a routine. They live for structure. They live for the the same thing every day or every few days, or you know, the same couple of routines here and there. That is freedom to them. And that's a beautiful thing. When when I think of myself and when I think back and, and look at how I operate today, I would say I'm kind of a mix of the two. I wish I liked a routine. I wish routines worked better for me because I crave them. I would love to wake up every day and know exactly what to do and and have structure by eight o'clock. I've done this by 10 o'clock. I've done that, you know, like that, that feels 
that feels attractive to me, but it it doesn't work for me personally. It just doesn't. So what I've learned to do instead is instead of giving myself grief about that and making it mean something wrong, like it used to mean that I'm weak in some way because I can't stick to a routine or I can't wake up at the same time every single day and eat the same thing every single morning or take a whole shower every single morning. I've learned that it's just who I am and that's okay. And everybody's different. So that being said, I have tried every single routine under the sun, just about. I'm sure I've missed something, but I have tried working out first thing in the morning. I, when I attempted 75 hard last year, I would get up and pretty much every single day, get out of bed, roll out of bed, put workout clothes on and go and work out without coffee, without food, just the very first thing that I did. And it worked for a little bit. I actually really enjoyed it, but it got really old really fast. I've tried fasting till a certain period in the day. And then I learned that that's not exactly the best for women. And again, everybody's different. So don't come at me. It's just what I've learned myself. Anyway, um, I've I've done quiet time, meditating, um, reading, journaling. I, I do love journaling. I love reading in the mornings, right? Sometimes I feel like meditating, not often, but I've tried it and it's not for a lack of trying. Uh, again, uh, I, or actually I haven't talked about this one. I have done the thing where you get up and you work first thing in the morning, like feeling fresh just to get like a chunk of work done. I've done that. I've tried breath work, the cold showers, all the things. And while again, I, I really enjoyed some of those and and from time to time i'll crave to do one of them and and i will what i've learned about myself is that it's just when it comes to a routine and doing the same thing over and over again i get bored personally it's cool for a few days and it feels really good and i think like oh i'm going to do this forever and then by day 4 or 5 i'm bored and i need to switch it up and I don't know if maybe this is like the Manny Jen in me, my human design, because that's kind of how I am with business too. I, I'm very obsessed with my business, but when it comes to the offers that I create and the different things that I offer, I like to switch it up a lot for the same reason. That's why I don't launch the same thing again and again and again, because while it could make sense and while I could probably have seven figure launches by now, if I continue to do that, I just get really bored and my heart wouldn't be in it. So it wouldn't work anyway. And same thing with a morning routine or any routine for that matter. What I think, you know, if you're sitting here and you're listening and you're hoping to, to hear what I do so you can adopt it yourself, I think the first thing to acknowledge and accept is that if you are going to adopt a routine or a ritual something to start your day off right or something to keep yourself in a good mood or put yourself in an optimal state, that's only going to work if you enjoy it or if you believe it, right? Like I don't think most people enjoy cold showers. Maybe they enjoy the benefits after, but during it's not the most enjoyable thing. But if you're really bought into the benefits of it 
and that feels really good for you, then that's going to work out great. But if you don't know the benefits of a cold shower, if you aren't bought into the benefits, then by you forcing yourself to do something again and again, because that's what somebody else does, you're not going to get the same benefit from it. And same can be said for journaling, for breath work, for meditating, quiet time. You might mess around and and shock yourself every once in a while. You know, something might come through. But for me, life is short. And I just, I've gotten to the point where I'm like, okay, sometimes if I'm craving a routine, I'll try something new. But what serve what has served me the most is by doing what I want to do in the moment and switching it up when I want to. So one of the things I, I will say to answer this question that I do that I found does work really well for me is movement first thing in the morning. And I don't always get it done. And even knowing that, even knowing that typically nine times out of 10, when I get a workout in in the morning, I have a significantly better day. I have more energy. I am more productive. I just feel better about myself. Even knowing that there are still days where I cannot get myself out of, out of bed in time or, or just moving. And it is what it is. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, (laughs) but, but that is one of the things I would say out of all the things I've tried movement first thing in the morning or sometime in the morning works really well for me. So for you, that might look like at any point in time in the day or later in the day or whatever your schedule allows for you. But all of that said, I think what I value the most in my day-to-day is freedom. It's, It's that freedom of choice. And that's why I love the business that I made. And that's why I love working from home and all of the other things that I've put into place to allow me the freedom of that choice throughout my day, right? Like, having support with crews throughout the day so I can work or so I can run errands or or get my hair done or whatever that looks like whenever I need to. Um, like that for me feels really, really good. So it's not necessarily like the exact actions at the exact time, the exact way every single day. It's that freedom of choice. And sometimes, actually not sometimes, but a lot of times, in order to get that freedom in my day, it's very helpful to have structure in my day, okay? So what structure looks like is specific times to work, giving myself a certain time to do a certain project, some sort of structure around my workday or around important things that I need to get done, then buys me more freedom to go live my life. And that feels really good to me. That helps me stay in a really good energy knowing that, okay, if I get these few things done today, these things that are going to move the needle, then I have the afternoon or then I can take Friday off. 
and do whatever it is that I need to do. Then I can be totally present tonight with my family or over the weekend. That personally feels really good for me. So I thought it would be interesting to give you a rundown of what my typical day looks like because it's really boring. (laughs) And I don't know, maybe you'll be like, who cares? Or yeah, that's what I expected. Or maybe you'll be surprised. But my it's, it's pretty standard. But again, like by and, and this isn't every day. This is like my typical, I would say probably three to four days out of the week. This is what my day typically looks like. And this helps me buy back more freedom in my evenings, on Fridays, on the weekends, that kind of thing, even throughout the day sometimes. So I get up usually between six and seven. I used to get up a lot earlier. I used to have a lot of stories that I needed to get up earlier so I can do the routine, so I can work out really early, so I can be up a certain time before cruise. And that served me in different periods of life. But now what serves me is sleep. (laughs) If I can get a good night's sleep and sleep until I feel really good about getting up, then I am going to think better, act better, work better, feel better behave better throughout the day and everybody's going to be a lot happier. So six, but sometime between six and seven feels really good for me to wake up most days. Sometimes a little, it's a little earlier. Sometimes it's a little later. When I get up, I usually will, if I'm, if I'm working out for the day, I'll eat a banana. I'll drink some water. I'll go work out usually around seven. If I'm not working out, then I will have a cup of coffee. And if cruise isn't up, then I'll read or I'll look at my phone and I'll chill and wake up. I love that. And I know a lot of people don't agree with looking at your phone first thing in the morning, but it serves me sometimes. And I don't feel bad about that. So that's what I do. And then cruise will wake up at some point between seven and eight. We'll get him up. We'll have some snuggles. We'll eat breakfast together. And then while he usually, I don't know, he'll either Lauren, our nanny will come over or he'll go to school and then I'll get ready for the day. So I'm typically getting ready sometime between eight and nine. I'll start getting ready. And that is my time to listen to a podcast. So I'll listen to whatever podcast that I'm loving at the time. And I know that people are going to ask. So let me see what I like to listen to. And by the way, I hate how I just said that. I feel like that sounded so snobby. I know people are going to ask. That's not how I meant it. I just, I would be wondering like, hey, what podcast are you listening to? So that's what I meant. Anyway, um, so what the podcast that I've been liking a lot lately, surprisingly, I've started listening to the Rachel Hollis podcast again. I used to listen to her a long time ago and then I stopped. And then, I mean, to be frank, I got super curious about her divorce and drama with Dave. So I started listening again. And every once in a while, she has a topic that I enjoy listening to. I like podcasts that are conversational and it feels like um, like you're just a fly on the wall listening to an interesting conversation. So hers kind of feels that way for me. I really enjoy We Can Do Hard Things with Glennon Doyle. 
it just calms me down. Even if they're not talking about a topic that I think interests me, I think they're so wise and well-spoken and I just really enjoy listening to their conversation. So I enjoyed that. I I love the skinny confidential, Abraham Hicks, of course. And I would say, don't judge me on this, but my all-time favorite podcast and the one that I look forward to every single week is Bitch Bible, the Bitch Bible by with Jackie Schimmel. And some people are gonna judge me for that, but that's okay. It's just honest. She's freaking hilarious and she makes me laugh. We just got a tornado watch. Great. Perfect. Sorry. That just popped up on my phone. Anyway. Okay. So I'll listen to a podcast while I get ready. That kind of like helps me get my mind right and get in a good mood. And then what do I do? If it's nice outside, I do try and walk the dogs before I get to work because by then they're all worked up and they want to go outside So I'll go for a walk around the neighborhood with the dogs. I'll come in and usually around 10, 1030-ish, it's time to work. So I will decide where I'm posting up for the day. Sometimes it's in the podcast cave. Sometimes it's in my actual office or somewhere in the kitchen. Sometimes I go to the lake. Or if I have errands to run, I'll work from my car. I like to do that and sit in the back seat. I like to switch it up. So I'll start working. I'll get lunch at some point and then I will work some more and typically we'll call it a day sometime between five and six. I might fit another walk in there if it's a nice day. Um, yeah. So that's what my typical work day looks like. And then after that, it's family time. I hang out with Chris and Cruz. We have dinner together. We hang out. Usually after that, we're exhausted and ready for bed, especially after bedtime with our four-year-old, or we might watch a show and then call it a day. So yeah, super wild and crazy over here. But that's that's what my day looks like nine times out of 10. So I think one of the things, I, I think this story will serve you really well if you're somebody like me who you're craving a routine, maybe you're feeling a little bored with your own, or you're just feeling like you're not doing enough in your day-to-day life. And you're like, okay, what are other people doing? There has to be some secret to the success. Like how often, again, I, like I asked my mentor, literally, that was the first question I asked her. And I felt so silly because it felt like such a basic kind of juvenile question to ask in a high level mastermind, but that's just so silly because who cares? But I asked anyway, and I was like, what do you do? Like, Do you watch Netflix? Do you, do you like dance around crystals in the morning? Do you sage? Like what, what I wanted to know, like, what is your routine? Are there any rituals that like you go to? And the reason why I was asking is because I, I was feeling like Not that I wasn't doing enough, but I was feeling bored, okay? And this is something on my one-on-one with her we talked about as well, because I love my life. My life is beautiful. I am beyond blessed. My business is growing so fast. It's, 
I mean, I can't even get over it. I have nothing to not be grateful for. But it's like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Like sometimes I get bored <laughs> and and I I would think to myself like, okay, maybe we need to move. Maybe it's the city that we that we live in. Like maybe we need to move somewhere fun or we need to sell this house and go live in Costa Rica. Or maybe we need to be nomads for a little bit and homeschool crews. And, you know, my mind goes from like, hmm, I'm a little bored today to we need to sell the house and everything in it and move to the moon. <laughs> yeah, that Like that's honest to God how my mind works. It's It's fascinating. But I was talking to her about it and she reminded me of something that brought me so much peace and gave me so much freedom for how to embrace my my life in this season and how to maybe live it a bit more fully than I am. And what she reminded me of is that while we have businesses, and I'm, I'm talking to all of us right now because every single person listening to this, if you have your own business, if you're going to business online, this pertains to you. And you know, depending on what your business is, this, this could pertain to you in some way. But our life is our brand. Okay. And you've heard me say before, like you are your brand. You are the center of your brand, not what you sell, not your business, not your niche, not nothing else. Like if you're growing a business online and you're growing a brand online, you are the brand 99% of the time. And everybody, there are some exceptions, okay? But most people listening to this, you're the brand. That means your life is that too. So what does that mean? That means that how we live is going to speak so much more loud and get a message out and attract people to us so much more than how we work. So for me, I was brought up in a typical work household, right? Your typical you go to work nine to five, you come home, you work during those hours, no exceptions, Monday through Friday. That's just what you do. That's how I was raised. That's what I saw my parents do. And to me, that's still like, I'm still caught in that paradigm of, okay, that's what I do. And if you look at my schedule now, that's very close to what it is. Okay. I have these times and those times I work and then I can live and then I can have the fun. Okay. And her point to me was that's one way to do it. Or you can make your life your work. You can live your life and you can be a walking example of your work because people out there who are looking for business coaches yeah, you want to know that like the person knows their stuff, right? Like if you were wanting to hire me, you would want to know, do I know what I'm talking about? Do I know 
business strategy? Do I, can I help you create offers? Can I help you launch? Can I help you figure out your social media and all those things? Those things are important, but probably most important to a lot of people, whether they realize it or not, is that they're hiring somebody who doesn't hate their life, right? Why would you hire a business coach that is miserable, (laughs) Because they could have the most successful business in the world, but if they're working themselves and their hands to the bone, oh, that's a red flag. And same is true for a health coach. Same is true for a life coach. Same is true for a mindset coach or mentor or goal or you name it, right? Like, why would you want to learn from somebody who might know how to do something specific but hates their life. Not a good vibe. So she just reminded me that like, why are you not like living your life more fully? Why are you like forcing yourself to stay at home? Or, you know, and and she brought the example. She was like, like, for example, like when you go do photo shoots, like you, I've seen that you do photo shoots. So, you know, do you have fun doing that? And I was like, yeah, kinda. I mean, I kind of get stressed for him. And, you know, I overthink like the shopping part. She was like, but what if you had, you made it so fun? She was like, what if like you made each little part leading up to the preparation of that, like, like a little party. And she didn't say it like that, but she essentially was like, you know, like you, you bring on a stylist if you want to, or you just like celebrate and have fun shopping for the clothes and getting your hair done. And you shared about it and you, instead of making it this work that you have to do, you simply like made it as fun and enjoyable for yourself as possible. So essentially taking these things that like we have to do that we get used to doing, whether it's getting ready for a photo shoot, whether it's doing a reel, whether it's writing a social media post, like how can we bring more joy into that thing? And and she also brought this point too, that was so smart. She was like, What's so cool about our businesses is that since we are our brands, the more happy we are, the more fulfilled we are, the more that we are going to naturally attract in our business, which is true. The happier I am, the more in this question, the question that Lena asked is is like, how do you stay high vibe? And it goes so much further than a routine, right? It's like, how you say high vibe, which by the way, it's, not, it's never going to be perfect. We're humans. We're going to have emotions. We're ebb and flow, of course, and go up and down. But how you stay the happiest is by taking care of yourself, taking care of your family, taking care of your friends and family. When you have, I'm not going to say the word balance, but when you are showing up for yourself, and for the people in your life that you care about. And you're living your life in addition to the work. When you can figure that out, that's when you're going to be the most magnetic. Because again, you can sit at a desk all day long and hammer out a bunch of stuff. But if you're feeling guilty that you're not spending time with your kid or you're not present with your kid, or if your marriage has fallen apart or if you haven't gotten your hair done in four months because you won't make the appointment and make the time to do it or, and, and, you know, again, everybody's different. 
So you know what your particular example is, but the energy that you're putting out with your work is not going to be the same. And I have experienced this countless times in my business. So it's just kind of this reminder that we're, we have these businesses and we're so blessed that we are the brand. And the more fully we shine, the more fully we live and the happier we genuinely are, the more that we're going to attract in the people that are wanting that too. And there's a lot of people that want that freedom. There's a lot of people that are looking just like, just like I was, just like people that are interested in this podcast are, they're looking for answers. Like, give me the thing. How are you living your life so full? I'll tell you how. Like part of it's business. Part of it is I'm living my freaking life and that's growing my business. So I think the best way to sum this up is I used to have, I used to like compartmentalize business and life. I have my business and I have my work and then I have my life. So in order to live my life, I have to do my business first. I got to get the things done first. And what I'm starting to understand, and I think a way that we all could do this so much more easily and in a more joyful way is by marrying the two. Our life is our work and vice versa. Or actually, we don't want our work to be our life. You see, you get what I'm saying? Like our life is our work. You can get a message across in one of two ways, right? With our type of businesses, okay? If I wanted to show you how successful I am, and this is how I typically do it. This is how I usually do it. If I want to show you that I know what I'm doing in my business, I will write a post. I will write an email that says, hey, this is how much my business has grown because I've done blah, 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 blah. That's how I usually do it. And that is one way to get a message across. Yes. Or I could do it the fun way. And I could show you how successful my business is by how happy I am and how I'm taking a trip this weekend or how I'm in the middle of a Wednesday enjoying a a pedicure or, you know, spending a full day with my son or going on a date with Chris or what, like that also gets the same message across. That also can be content. That also can be part of the brand. So if your business can vibe this way, then why not have as many experiences as you can and make it into content? That all That's going to speak so much louder to so many people. So I think a way to think about this too is like, thinking about who you would want to work with. If you're wanting to work with a business coach or whoever you are, like take your industry, for example, whatever you do for a living. If you yourself were looking for a mentor in your space, who would, what are you looking for? Are you looking for the person who is super serious and who has the perfect outline and perfect structure and is working all the time and like, constantly in their stories talking about business? Or are you looking for the person who like, yeah, they talk about business sometimes, but also like they're so happy and living their life and like they figured out something. 
they figured out how to do both. For me, anytime I've hired anybody, it's because they're doing both. And I think that's something that I, I forgot for a while and forgot that I have access to. And for some people, it you know, they have access to very extravagant trips and living nomadic lifestyles and going on super expensive dates. And, you know, it looks like more luxury for other people. It looks like just squeezing the joy out of your out of your day at home, creating a beautiful breakfast for yourself, creating a beautiful space to work at a at a different place in the house taking a bath midday. Y'all know I'm a fan of that. (laughs) It doesn't have to be this like super extravagant thing unless you want it to be. So your life and your energy is going to speak so much louder than words. And there's always a place for words. There's always a place for a caption and a podcast. And y'all know that in an email, but not at the detriment of your life. And that's something that I've remembered this week that's really freed me up and has given me a lot of peace and excitement for what I'm going to be leaning into. So I hope that it is done the same for you. And yeah, like a a belief around this, because everything, and we've talked about this before, it all comes down to what you believe, right? If you believe that if you work eight hours a day, you will reach a certain level of success, you'll find that. You'll find that. But that's just one option. So if that doesn't vibe with you and you're like, I want to work four hours a day. Cool. How can we build belief around that? So the way that I'm playing with this is remembering that everything I do that makes me happy makes me money. And it's true. That's not just like a fluffy affirmation. That's actually, that's a fact. When I get my hair done, I'm more confident. I feel better about myself. I show up more on my stories. I do more camera stuff. I make more money. When I get my nails done, same thing, more confident. When I pay for a trainer to come twice a week and get my butt out of bed and work out at 7 a.m., I feel better. I have more energy. I feel more clear-headed. I feel more confident. When I buy the clothes that fit me well, that I like for my brand, I take more pictures. I have more content. When I invest in high-level mentors, I feel more peace around my strategy and I calibrate to their energy and I benefit from their mindset and their beliefs. When I take a day off to go for a lunch with Chris, our marriage is in a better place. So I feel better whenever I'm working, right? And you could do this for yourself. Like I want you to go through all the little things that you enjoy doing and try and find one that doesn't in some way benefit your business you're going to have a really hard time finding that. So hopefully that can help you build this belief. Like the more that you, and it doesn't have to be about yourself. This is the same like when you spend time with your kids, when you buy something really nice for a friend or a family member, like all of this 
pours into your business, all of this, all of this brings you more energy. So sharp left on a topic that you probably weren't expecting, but my favorite ways to stay high vibe is not a routine, is not a ritual, but just embracing the freedom that I've created in my business, getting the things done that I need to get done, and then practicing living my life more fully and believing that that is enough and actually doing a lot more for my business than working myself to the bone or till exhaustion or burnout or boredom or whatever. Okay. I hope you enjoyed this. I hope this served you. If so, shoot me a DM. You can reach out to me anytime at Allie I Reeves on Instagram. If you enjoyed this, it would mean the world to me if you left me a five-star review on iTunes. If you didn't enjoy this, you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> um, anyway, thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I will see you next week. Bye. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many women as possible. And if this episode supported you in any way, the very best way to show your appreciation is by simply screenshotting this episode and sharing on your social media or with your team, or even better, dropping me a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Don't forget, if you're looking for additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at Allie I Reeves. And or you can join us in the free Six Figure Influencer Facebook group. See you back here next week.